0: I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in audio drama networks. This is Mutual.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
2: Since the dawn of creation, man has been fascinated by stories. Tales of good and bad, heroes and villains of myths and monsters. Tales of daring, do-bad and good-luck tales. And once in a while, when the stars align, out of the rich tapestry of yarns comes a legend. This is the legend of Nick and Joe.
3: The Legend of Nick and Joe by Nick Bowden and Joe Listerstream. Chapter 5.
2: It doesn't seem like a minute since I was a young boy, just as you are now. I'm a girl. Y- yes, yes, I-, I meant girl. I mean, I-, I wasn't a girl, obviously. Hang on, I've lost my train of thought. Ah, ah, yes, my youth. Now, in my day, I was a fine swordsman with a handsome face. I'm now an old man, nearing the end of my life. My hands are now too frail to hold a sword. My face is as wizened and wrinkly as a prune's bollock. Oh, well, all things change. The arrow of time points in one direction only. But have you ever wondered what it must be like to visit another time? Not really. Well... I happen to know of two gentlemen who had such an opportunity. Their names were Nick Bowden and Joe Listerstreep. By day, they earned their pennies from a string of jobs, not fit even for rats. But by night, they dreamed of writing and starring in their own television sitcom.
4: I still don't quite understand what that is.
2: Well, it's sort of like a funny story told over consecutive episodes containing a core group of characters in a specific situation... I suppose you could say that The Legend of Nick and Joe is itself a sitcom.
4: I thought you said a sitcom had to be funny.
2: However, the sitcom was becoming the victim of an extreme case of writer's block from Nick and Joe. And who can blame them? With all the crazy happenstances which have happened... stanced... to them. And with the deadline moving ever closer, the pair needed a miracle. I call this story... Back... The future, which I just realised, sort of gives away the ending. Oh, we join Nick and Joe one summer's morn during an intense writing session for their sitcom.
5: <sighs> Nick, Nick, wake up! <gasps> it wasn't me. It was Roderick. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just having a power nap. I was up till eleven o'clock writing. And?
4: Well,
5: I've only got as far as writing scene one at the top of the page. But I'm not even happy with that. What time is it? One minute past eleven. I'm putting the kettle on. Do you want anything? Mm. Yeah, I'll have a cup please. Of what? Tea? Coffee? Just a cup. Sugar? No, I don't don't like that sugar you've got. Tastes funny. It's fresh. It's straight from Farmer Goggins' prize cow, this. Exactly. I know you are. You said you are, but what am I? (coughs) (coughs) Any posts today? Uh, Yeah, it's just next to that thing opposite that thing. This one. No. This one. No. This one. No. This one. No. This one. Wait, what was that last one? This one. No. This one? Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's see. Bill. 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 Bill it's not anything interesting, is it just all Bill's? Oh, thanks, Joe. I've been expecting these. Shut up, Bill, and take your stupid letters. Ooh, what's this on the side? Ooh, that's my new four-storey mansion. It arrived today. Come in. Welcome. Cool. Mm, Not bad, is it? Some generic removals men have been moving my stuff in all morning. I like the colour scheme. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Wait just one second. I quite clearly specified Jasmine White on the living room skirting boards and coving. Well, that's just completely preposterous. Any fool can see that this skirting and coving is quite clearly painted the shade of frosted dawn. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just brilliant. How many times did I say to him Jasmine White? Jasmine White, I said. Jasmine White. You heard me, didn't you, Joe? Jasmine White. I don't know how many times you've got to tell people. Sorry, what was that? I said I don't know how many times you've got to tell people. What? I don't know how many times you've got to tell people. Don't know what? How many times you've got to tell people. You know what, just tell me later. Anyway, if I were you, I'd send it back. No, no, forget about it all, forget it. Burn it all, burn
2: it, burn it all.
5: That is so annoying. I was hoping to move in there today as well. Oh, all my stuff was in there. (coughs) I was in there. Oh. <sighs> anything for me? No. Not even a funny... No. So what are we going to do today? Well, we could knuckle down and write our comedy series, which we've been planning for almost ten years now, which we've told Valerie we've already finished, so we can get it broadcast on the television to critical acclaim and become millionaires, Rodney. Or we could just sit here eating some microwaveable potato-based chip-shaped snack-in-a-box for the rest of our lives. McCain microchips? Or whatever microwavable potato-based chip-shaped snack-in-a-box you fancy, really. They're all as good as each other. Yeah, but micro No. They're all the same. Legally. So what's it to be? Telly or chips. 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 Chips. Ah, just think. As soon as we get on the telly, we'll be able to afford more than one box of microchips. Waveable potato-based chip-shaped snack in a box. Can you imagine that? No, I literally can't, Joe. My imagination fell out three years ago, remember? No, I literally can't, Nick. My memory fell out that very same fateful day. Anyway, that's why we've got to finish it. Have you come up with any ideas yet? Well, uh, I've got one idea. Let's have a look. Hmm. Nick destroys the hair replacement clinic he works at and has to get a job in pest control. But there's a twist. He's taken prisoner by two eight-foot talking mice. It's a bit convoluted, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, in order for the plot to work, you've had to put in this complicated subplot of Nick losing his job at the Hair Replacement Clinic that he's never worked in. Well... It's pathetic! On the fire with it! My laptop! Look, we need to stop wasting time and crack on with this. No distractions, no procrastinations. Let's do this! In a minute. I'm sure there was something important we had to do today. Oh no, we were going to write, weren't we? Uh Uh-oh. I'd forget my head if it wasn't firmly attached to my body with bone, muscle and flesh. Paper, paper, we need paper! Time is of the essence. Let's start by making a list of what we've got so far, then we'll make a list of what we've got left to right, and then we'll make a list of all the lists we've made. Okay, but first, let's make a schedule for all the lists we've got to make today. Where's my pen? Which one? My four colour multi-pen. I-, I can't find it anywhere! Isn't that next to your copy of Four Color Multi Pen Monthly on top of your Four Color Multi Pen display cabinet next to the neon sign that says Joe's Four Color Multi Pen Display Cabinet and Magazine Collection? Oh yeah, I was putting stupid places like that. I have to warn you though, the black and blue ink levels are in a critical state. Oh, Blacky and Bluey, gone too soon. Well, I'll just have to use the green ink, much as it makes me sick to do so. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, I kind of used to pull the green ink, making myself into the Hulk. Oh, well, I never thought this day would come. Ready it is. Phonely, Joe. Phonely. The thing is, I, I kind of used to pull the red ink, making myself into the Rulk. You've used all my ink? Well, I mean, you did only have one pen. For over ten years. Well, you know what they say. Why buy more pens when you've got four pens? Well, exactly. Uh, Because we need a new one. Oh, then Rulk. Yeah, Red Hulk. He's bigger, he's badder, he's redder. To quote writer Jeff Loeb, everything the Green Hulk isn't, the Red Hulk is. Look, here's a pamphlet for you to read at your leisure. Meh, never heard of him. No, neither had anyone else, Joe. Neither had anyone else? Well, there's nothing else for it to have to buy a new one. What time is it? 7.30am precisely, and a few minutes. What? The last thing I knew, it was yesterday. What have we been doing for the past 19 hours? Learning the dance routine to Reach, the number one smash hit single from the summer of 2000 by underrated pop sensations S Club 7, later simply S Club following the departure of Paul Catamole. More like Mole. That didn't get to number one, though. Didn't it? No, no, it got to number two. Oh, right. What what am I thinking of, then? You're confusing it with the 1999 S Club 7 smash it by the same band, S Club 7. You're my number one. Oh, right. What did that get to? Number two, Nick. Number two. Oh, how appropriate. So it's half seven, then? Yep. Well, we'll be able to get into town for when the shop's open. Buses? Five past twenty-five past and quarter to every hour on the hour from 8.15 onwards. Clean clothes? What's wrong with what you've got on? I haven't got anything on. Oh. Well in that case, take these. T-shirt, jeans, socks, shoes, pants. These are all soaking wet. There's no time to dry them. How's my hair? Good. Mine? Falling out. Weather? Ooh, black over Bill's mother's. Hey, it's black over my mother's. Shut up, Bill. Right, well, it's go, go, go then. Money, phone, keys, catch. Eggs, darts, grenade, catch. Go! Oh, have you got change for the bus? No, I thought you had. No, no, no. My finances haven't been the same since episode one. I mean, what? Oh, well, we can't afford the bus then. And? We can't afford four colour multi-pens. And? We can't write our scripts. Oh. Well, what about, you know, five-finger discount? Nah, my five-finger discount card's expired. Well, that's that then? The dream is over. Right, you put some chips in the microwave. I'll get the S Club 7 video on. It's time, Nick. But don't stop moving. Oh, hang on, turn that off. That'll be the phone. Yeah, it must be. You better answer it then. That would seem the logical turn of events for our lives to encompass. Hello? Oh, yeah. Hello? Hello? Valerie how are you? Good, good, good. Rhubarb plants. Oh, scripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just printing them off.
1: Fantastic, sweetie poos, brilliant. I can't wait to read them. I'm so excited. I've been telling everyone about it, saying it's the funniest thing since Barbara. <laughs> Remember that? I used to piss myself laughing at that. Literally. And sometimes more. Oh, happy memories. Happy, revolting memories. Uh, so tomorrow then?
5: Tomorrow? That's a bit short notice.
1: No, I think you'll find it's plenty of time! Especially seeing as you're just printing them off. So you listen to me, and listen to me good. Tomorrow morning, 9am sharp! I'll get you, I'll get you while you sleep! Bye, darling. Give my love to Nick.
5: I am Nick. Hello?
1: Ah, oh, hello. Dr. Millivan.
5: Is that you again, Val?
1: Oh, yes, yes, it's me. I know, I know. I, I thought the other batch of pills would last longer than this, too. But, But I, but I just need a few more. What pills? Oh, just some um, pherazolidone, and, and and some oxyphenibutazone, and anachanol, and phenoprylamine, and analgene, and paroxetine, ph- and, 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 al- and, and netalamine, and pheny and pure and… Dr. Mullivan. It's Nick. Joe?
5: No, no, no. Nick.
1: Ah. So sorry. Uh, you must have hit redial. I-, I-, I was just talking to Joe, you see. I'm sure he'll fill you in on what I said. Bye, ducky boos.
5: Bye. Who was that? <laughs> Who'd you think? Chevy Chase? No. Rabbi Lionel Blue? No. That girl from *Look and Read's Badger Girl. You mean Julia Milbank? Of course. No. Dave Benton Phillips? Close. Dave Benton Phillips. No, it was Valerie. Was it Dennis Norden from *Dennis Norden's Laughter File*? She wants the scripts by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. But but that's tomorrow. Well, there's only eight things for it. We're going to have to write, write, write like we've never righted before. Where are the crayons? (coughs) There you go. Nick? Nick? Yeah? I thought we were going to write. Yeah, I will when this is finished. Yeah, me too. It's hard to believe that this episode is from the early 1990s. It hasn't dated at all, has it? Especially a bang-up-to-date Amstrad computer. Yeah. It's hard also to believe that this here is not butter. Yeah. Oh. Hang on. This is raw asbestos. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. (gasps) What the thump was that? The TV's imploded. Outwards. How? I don't know. What in God's name's happened?
2: (sighs) I think the problem was that thousands of people turning murder she wrote off created a power surge and you had the wrong amp fuse in the plug. It's a simple mistake, but it cost you your TV, so remember, always check. Thanks,
5: Thanks God. God. Oh, any chance you could use your powers to fix this?
2: Wow, well, I'd love to, but oh man, I'm really busy that day. Uh, sorry, tatty
5: bye, boys. What are we going to do? Well, ordinarily, I would say pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and start all over again. But seeing as there's a 15-foot hole in the wall, I would say we have to rethink that plan. Yeah. we better get some wallpaper on it. Hang on. What's that? What? Behind the rubble. Oh no, my dust and brick collection! No, behind the wall, all wrapped up. What is it? I don't know, but whatever it is, someone wanted to keep it under wraps. Look at all these chains and padlocks. Hmm. Oh well, do you want some toast? No, no, we haven't got any bread. Oh. What have I been using then? Listen though, we've got to get this thing out and see what it is. It it might be treasure. Can't we just eat raw Nutella out the jar? <coughs> no, you chod. Now go to the tool shed, it's hammer time. This isn't Nutella. <sighs> Nick, when I said hammer the wall, I meant the bit where that thing is. You see, what you seem to have done is knock down what can only be described as all the wall. Not only that, but you seem to have put the debris from that in front of the bit of the wall you were meant to knock out. Oh. You see my point? Yeah. yeah you understand? Yeah. You want me to draw you a picture? Mm-mm. Good. Now what are you going to do to clear this filth up? What's that? Tidy it up. Yeah. You will tidy it up. Now I'm going to turn my back and count to 50,000 million and if it's not spotless by the time I finish I'm going to rip your spine out and beat you to death with it. Okay? Okay. Right. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 49,999,999,998 49,999,999,999 50,000 million. Finished? Yep. Good. Right, let's dig out that thing. Oh, I'm tired. Nick. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but have you built all of the wall back? Yeah. And this time I've made it out of indestructible extra thick titanium covered 2 meter thick diamond glass. Yeah, that's that's great, Nick. Except you've sealed in the thing that we're meant to be pulling out. How the hell are we going to get it now? Ah, just tap it. Uh, Shoddy workmanship is my middle name. Right, let's pull this thing out. Okay. One, two, eight.
2: Heave! Heave!
5: Nick, you do realise that as well as saying heave, you actually have to literally heave. What do you mean? As in, heave it. As in, literally heave it. Oh. Yeah, now help me. Get these chains off. What is it? Well, I've never seen anything like this before, either in real life or in my dreams and or nightmares. Look, it says something on the front. I can't quite make it out. Tim McKein? A Tim McKein?! What's a Tim McKein? Looks like a load of worthless junk. That was seven hours of hard labour well spent. Uh oh! Look at the time! Remember, Valerie wants our scripts by tomorrow morning. It takes me three hours to write the letter A, let alone a whole script, or six. Uh, I told her we'd written 72. What? And an hour long Christmas special. Why? I panicked. You should know by now what I'm like under pressure. Like when you tasered David Dickinson during his This Is Your Life? Yeah. Couldn't even hit Aspel properly. Right. Well, that's us dead then, isn't it? Dead as a donut. One minute goes by every minute We can't stop them even if we try Even now the time's running out And we're sat here watching days fly by I've been awake since yesterday morning I haven't written a single line line. When Valerie gets hold of me she's gonna go mental Even the song's wasting valuable time Deadline, out of time Both of us are gonna die If we don't pull our socks off She's gonna rip our legs off Deadline, out of time Why can't we be with McFly? There's no time to even finish this song properly Right, yeah, amazing How on earth are we gonna write these scripts in time? Well, I'm sorry, but There's nothing we can do unless I don't know We happen to Have some sort of I don't know Time machine lying around Time, time machine Contrived. Right, whoever lived here before made this machine. I found all sorts of blueprints and diaries. Look! Wow! Who thought you could build a time machine out of nothing more than toilet rolls, sticky back plastic, and a time machine? Is it working? It is now, I've replaced every single working part. Right, I think I've worked out the controls. This button sets the year, this one sets the month, then the day, the time. And this one does this. Just imagine what we could do with this. We could find that missing button from your coat. We could watch next Sunday's EastEnders Omnibus. Or what about JFK? We could find out what his favourite colour was. The possibilities are endful. But we can't mess about. Remember my great-uncle Silas Bowden? Well, when he was a young man at the turn of last century... You know, when turnips were still legal tender. He dreamed of creating a device that could travel faster than a speeding racehorse. For 70 days and 70 nights he toiled. Trying out different metals, different timbers, different ointments. Trying every possible combination. Trying and failing, night after night after night. Trying and failing. Always failing. But you know what? He never gave up. Even when the odds were stacked against him, he persevered. By Jiminy did he persevere. That man put everything he had on the line. His house, his family, his whole life. And you know what? He failed, granted, and the bailiffs came in, turfed him out, all his possessions were taken, bones were broken. He died penniless a mere four months later, a tearful shadow of the man he once was. But I think there's a lesson to be learnt by us all from this. And that is never to put everything you have on the line to pursue a dream of creating a device that can travel faster than a speeding racehorse. Especially when trains already existed by that point. Sorry, what were we talking about? The time machine. Oh, yeah, 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 the time machine. Well, what you have to understand about time is that it's as fragile as an egg. Put one foot wrong, and we could start a chain reaction that could result in the human race never existing. Or we could just get Dinosaur Bobar on our shoes. You see where I'm going with this? Kind of. Surely though, any changes we make in the past will themselves already have occurred in this timeline and will therefore already be part of history. Ah, but we don't know, do we? All these theories, they're... Well, they're quite literally theories, aren't they? I think the only way we can know for sure is to just do it. Despite all of that thing what I just said. Right, let's do it! Two weeks ago, here we come! it worked there's only one way to find out this time two weeks ago I really needed a poo and? let's put it this way either I get out now or we're both gonna fix fixate. great so that means it's worked fantastic let's get to
2: work quickly and so Nick and Joe wrote and wrote line after line gag after gag until finally the series was finished
4: hang on If Nick and Joe have gone back in time two weeks, where's the Nick and Joe were already in the past? What? Well, surely there are now two sets of Nick and Joes in the same point in time.
2: Ah, well, um...
4: Also, why didn't they go back in time to when they first got the commission? Or go back even further and steal scripts from someone else? Or win the lottery?
2: So anyway, Nick and Joe now had their scripts finished.
4: Stop ignoring me! Ah,
5: well, I must say, for a second there, I didn't think we could do it. But here we are. 73 slices of the best comedy pie to ever grace the pages of our screens. And we've still got over a week to spare. What are we going to do? Well, if I remember correctly, nothing of any interest happens during the next week at all. I suggest we go back in the time machine and get these scripts to Valerie in time for our quite literal deadline. Oh, okay then. Uh, I'll just finish this Dr Pepper first. Bring it with you. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You knock it onto the dashboard, it seeps into the circuit board, causing the whole time machine to blow to pieces before our astonished faces. Yeah, that. Ah, Dr. Pepper. So misunderstood. Okay then, let's go. So... Year set, month set, day, time, dun dun dun, done. let's roll! No, let's do this first. We can roll when we get back. Okay. Here we go! Are we back? There's only one way to find out. This time, two weeks in the future, we were sitting in the time machine. And? Well, we're sitting in the time machine. Of course! So it's work then? Yeah. So let's get these scripts to Val. We've got one hour exactly. Okay then. Right, um, just pass me my Dr. Pepper. There you go. Thanks. Oh! Oh no, the circuit boards! Ah! Oh, it's on fire! Get out! Quickly! Get out! It's gonna blow! Ah! <laughs> oh. Ah time machine's been destroyed. Where are the scripts? You see that pile of smoking ash? Yeah. There is more burnt than that. Oh. Do you think we can fix the time machine? Yeah. No. Oh well. At least we got the most out of it. Yeah.
2: And so, as Nick and Joe's journey through time comes to an explosive end, so must my story. I hope you enjoyed it. My favourite bit was when they found the magical portal in Joe's toenail, which led to... I missed that bit out. What did you think, little girl?
4: My favourite bit was the end.
2: Yes, the ending with its moral about... No,
4: I mean literally. When it ended.
2: Oh, I see.
4: It's just, I have no idea what you're on about. I have no idea what television is. I didn't understand that stuff about time. The time machine wasn't even revealed until pretty much the end of the story. And I didn't get most of the references. I mean, who is Julia Milbank? What's Dr Pepper? And why do people refuse to understand it?
2: But that bit was, wasn't it? The bit where the giant spiders burrowed out of Nick's face and attacked the city. Oh, I missed that bit out too,
3: The Legend of Nick and Joe was written and performed by Nick Bowden and Joe Lister-Streep with Simon Atherton as Merlin, Emma Smythe as Little Girl, Matt Risby as God, and Joe Beadle as Valerie. Additional voices were provided by Ian Orkish, and and that's it. Even me, Sarah Deary, wasn't in it. Oh, I was in it, but my scene got cut. But it's okay, because they let me do the credits, which is nice get to sit here and do the credits Sarah Deary The Legend of Nick and Joe is a Johnny Versal production for Cornucopia Radio it was recorded by Peter Beeston at Sheffield Live the Lantern Theatre the Rutland Arms and the Montgomery Theatre this work is created under a Creative Commons licence for more information visit cornucopia-radio.co.uk slash Nick and Joe or Joe and Nick
0: not understand advertising do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Calat design created by Jeff Music Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears Oh stop
3: The Mutual Audio Network Listening and imagining
1: together